I saw an advertisement on YouTube the other day or an advertisement as you might know it as. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's I would should have said that first. <laughs> sorry, sorry. My accent is like a problem. I know um, it was for a new product introduced by by Dawn, the dish soap that you may also be familiar with. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, if there was one feature missing in your dish soap, what do you think it is? Like, if you could name anything that they could do to improve the product. Microbeads. Okay, that's a good start. Uh, what about your experience of using the product? Um, it's, I don't know. I can't, what if, I can't. What if I told you that Don has introduced a new easy squeeze bottle for fucking idiots who, who cannot squeeze their gist up without making a gigantic mess? I feel like if I just turn it over, it's giving me way too much soap, <laughs> right? Well, that's that's the thing, though. It's OK, so may maybe this isn't for idiots. I don't know. But like the whole marketing is like, hey, there's no mess. Like you just you turn it over. It doesn't leak. And then you squeeze and it's exactly what you want. I'm just like, but, but this isn't hard. I don't know. It's mm. not ketchup. <laughs> it is now. Oh, shit. And have kids on TikTok doing the Dawn Easy Squeeze Challenge. It's done now. It's Dawn now. Dawn and dogs. <laughs> just just slather it on there, you know? It's the dawn of a new trend. Let's see how much the kids can squeeze out of this one. Yeah, like how much can you squeeze in, in one go? <laughs> yeah exactly i just i don't know i just i saw it when I, uh, yeah <laughs> just squeeze as hard as you can until your hand hurts never let go i i saw this ad and i was just like i don't understand who this is for but i i mean i don't know maybe maybe i'm the asshole here i mean it it is essentially a targeted ad so <laughs> look at this fucking idiot he does not know how to use dish soap let's let's give him the easy squeeze send, send this over to this guy Hello, everybody. It is Friday, July 15th, and welcome to Quick Save, the saving content podcast. I'm Evan Rowe. With me today, as always, is Scott Ellison. How's it going, Scott? It's going great. How are you? Uh, it's going fine. I have minimal complaints. Lots of space to move around in. You like big as windows? I love big windows. Why do you ask? Just, you know, why not? Yeah, no, I right. don't ask that very often or at all for that matter. So why not? Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Got to keep things fresh. Well, I'm that's asking right. the same questions and doing nobody any favors. I like the way you think. This is good. This is this is Can't one of the many reasons. Unless we ask new questions. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, we could always could always do a, a weird segment where we put each other on the spot with like you know, we, we bring three questions each week, <laughs> get oh, to know, get to know a host. I don't, I don't know if people want that. 
I I don't even want that. Ugh, yeah, it's, it feels like so self-indulgent that it it would drive away the few listeners we actually have at this point. Um, but we so, do have many. We can, we can't discount the ones that do listen because there are, there's quite a few. There are there are, and uh, yeah, we thank you. Yeah, yes, we thank you very much. We thank you for continuing to come back, uh, especially after many months. And then apparently now our I guess we're doing this every other week at the moment, which is dumb, but um, it's better than not getting out. a show. It's a it summer. Is. What are we going to do? It is. That's true. It is. We both have a lot going on. We're doing this for ourselves when we get the chance to do it. And that's good enough. I think. I agree. I was nodding and then I realized this is a podcast. <laughs> you need to say something. It does not play on audio, it turns out. Um, for the video version of the show, you can check out the archive on Twitch. But, you know, like it's 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 a thing. You can check it out. There is there's new stuff going on on the stream version yeah. of the show, which which is worth like. So let's see. What do we have in the last three shows? Like the, we've done new stuff every week. Right. So, yeah, we, we rolled out the new artwork and the new theme for the first show back. And then last time kind of doesn't count, but we just sort of updated the stream artwork a little bit. Uh, very important. Yeah, streamlined it. it. Um, but there's there's something very noticeably different this week. And I can't quite put my finger on it, but there's a certain twinkle in your eye that hasn't been there before. This is true. <laughs> this is true. And I'm just trying. Uh, to I think work. it's just going to take careful analysis. Everyone go to twitch.tv slash Evro <laughs> and, and see if you can find out what it is. Um, Play around to spot the difference. Uh, <laughs> you've uh, you have invested your energy into a web camera and we are now able to look at one another while we while we podcast. This is nice. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not it's not just an anniversary thing anymore. It is mm -mm. it is going to be a permanent fixture. That's right. This is this is how we do now. This is what we're doing on the show. It's exciting. Gives the people what they want. And I still get to use my artwork. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Super bonus. Um, yeah. What, what could be better? It's great. Um, hmm. I mentioned it's hot in this room. Uh, maybe occasionally a couple, a couple times, maybe. Yeah, it's a lot. It's like it's like once a year, maybe. Oh, is that all? Yeah. Oh, it sounds like I should be more vocal about the problem then. Is, is it a problem? Uh, current. Not yet. It's it's like burgeoning on problem territory. Like I'm not sweating at the like quite yet, but it's. You know that like like the pre-sweat feeling when yeah. like your skin is just getting warm and there's like you can almost feel the liquid like pushing to the surface. Um, that's the zone I'm in and I've been there for like 15 minutes. Um, I'm waiting to see if we cross over into like Jordan Peele, like water dripping down his oh, face. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> territory. That's that's the word I wanted. Um, so you know, Metro oh, Blues a little bit. Yes, I keep forgetting that airplane did that joke first. Yeah, they kind of did, but I like I like the key and peel version of it better. <laughs> it's, a, it's just a better image. 
It's a better gag. It's a much better. Yeah, the, I, their version of the gag is is excellent. Uh, uh no, mm, mm. I feel mm. like there's a bead of sweat trying to eke out like back here. So what's causing this? Um, great question. Uh, this is going to be thrilling for anyone who who's listening. Uh, the way that the HVAC in my house is set up is we have air conditioning. And and what's what's the HVAC for for those who don't know? Uh, high velocity air control. No, uh, it's uh, <laughs> what the fuck does H? Uh, something. It's well, I you Heating, know what? Vacuum and air conditioning. Thank you. Okay, vacuum. I mean, I yeah. guess that makes sense. But what the fuck? Or venting. Sorry. Venting. venting. Okay. I was going to say, like, is this from the era when, like, central vacuums and houses were more popular and, like, they were installing those? Anyway, um, heating, venting, and air conditioning. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so the way that system is set up in my house is ups- we, we have air conditioning. The unit is actually, the unit is right outside <laughs> this window. Um, and it works great. Uh, it keeps up super well, even on, like, 90 or even 100 plus degree days. It does a pretty good job. Um, however. It is only routed through the main floor of the house, which is upstairs. Um, and so it cools the upstairs down really well. And then, you know, we get some some cooled air falling down into the basement level or like the half basement. Um, it's not really a basement. It's just like a what do you I don't even know what you call that. Like where like half of the floor is underground and half of it's not. But um, uh, that's a garden level. OK, I like that. That sounds fancy. So the, the cold air from the air conditioning falls down into the garden level and it keeps uh, the garden level nice and chilly and uh, pleasant while you're here, along with the concrete floor, which is nice and polished. It's finished. It looks, it looks pretty. Um, so that's all, that's all fine. Uh, there's a separate heater for downstairs and upstairs. We have two different furnaces uh, and they, they are confined to each of their individual zones. I don't know why I'm still doing this character, but we're here, so I'm not <laughs> stopping. Um, and uh, as it were, this is all fine, except that the strength of the circulation. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Uh, oh, God, I almost slipped into Michael Caine. The strength <laughs> of this. No, I can't. I can't do Michael Caine. Um, do I used to be able to do Michael Caine, and I feel like now I just when I think about it, I just can't do it. Um, you did it really well that one time on stream. And then, I, yeah, I do kind of feel like each time afterwards, it's really devolved. Yeah, it's gotten worse noticeably. I need to actually like study and, and like make it better. Uh, anyway, the problem is the circulation in this particular room is not great. Like there's there's almost no like I could turn the fan on to circulate air, um, but it doesn't like there's just no pressure coming out of this thing. And when I shut the door to the office, now I'm really fucked because no air is like naturally circulating through the room. And then meanwhile, I got the tower sitting over here, just belching heat out the back uh, and just filling the space with it. And so it's kind of like a private sauna um, with pretty lights. And so I have I have the window open. I don't think it's doing anything. However, I am going to step away from the microphone. Turn on this fan. No, I'm not because it's not plugged in. So (laughs) never mind. I'm just going to suffer. It's going to suffer, uh, but it's worth it because then there's no additional fan background noise. Um, Aren't you glad you asked? I am glad. So, I mean, if if I could detail my own. Yes, please, please. So this room's a bedroom. Uh, You can't see anything in it, but there's nothing really to see. 
but this the is a bedroom in the grid. Um, but interestingly, there's a bedroom across the hall, which we use as a guest bedroom, mm-hmm. and it has a ceiling fan. Guess what this room that I'm in doesn't have. Ooh, um, what is a ceiling fan? You would be correct. <laughs> I don't know why, um, but there is a window to the front of the house. So this is why I am here mm-hmm. is because I didn't want a bedroom where someone could just walk up and look into someone's bedroom. I think it's so weird because oh, the front patio yeah. extends to right there. Oh, yeah, that's that's um, super weird. Yeah. And like people who lived here before use this uh, also as an office. So they all they very much had the same idea here that like this is kind of stupid for a bedroom. <laughs> Doesn't make a lot of sense. No, I don't um, know why. But why I do. I do have a vertical possible? fan to cool me off if, if needed. But I have a vent right behind me and my AC is on right now. Okay. So it's pushing cold air up and behind me. So oh, you're I'm very comfortable. Great. Good. I'm glad. I'm but glad in that the, you're- in the in the winter though I have to close it because my tower is generating so much heat that I cannot stand it. Yep. Yeah. I just I just I, same boat in here. Like I the computer could just eat the room fine. <laughs> um. Huh. Well, I'm glad you're not in the hot seat today. Congratulations. I feels very good. And en- I'm envious of your chilly back. It's it's great. None of that weird back sweat that you get from sitting in the hot room. Yeah, none of that. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Definitely don't have that happening. No, I, I wouldn't suspect that you would. Uh, hey, um, so, hey, what you been watching, doing and playing lately? Uh, that's something that's not to do with back sweat. Hey, this is a common problem that everybody has. We're it's just true. We're just being real. If you are if you are human, your back sweats. Mm-hmm. Don't pretend like it doesn't. Your body does all of the gross things. All of them. Every yeah. single one of them. Even that one that you're thinking about right now. Everybody poops. That's why they made a book about it. That's true. Isn't that uh isn't that the fun thing about being a parent is just like eventually like suddenly just talking about poop doesn't matter anymore. Like it doesn't fade. Oh, yeah. Like especially like over dinner. Like you're just talking uh, oh, yeah. about it. Shoveling food. And it's like <laughs> so weird. Yeah. Yep. I, just, I love when my non parent friends are around and there's parents in the group having the conversations. Just, we're just shooting the shit about shit and they get real weirded out. And it's like, well, you know, this is just what you will learn one day. Maybe is just a huge amount of your life will revolve around this from now on. So, uh, but it's nice because then we then we could just talk about it. You know, yeah. We don't have to be ashamed of poop or back ashamed. No. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, what have you been up to recently? I've been watching a lot of horror movies. Hmm. Um, I think I I've would been love alone. to hear more about that. I've been alone for like two weeks and uh, my wife likes horror movies here and there, but not my like wife. consistently. My wife. <laughs> I have to do it con- every time. <laughs> I, every time. <laughs> uh, it's it's not like a very consistent thing. She likes certain ones uh, that I've introduced her to, but um, yeah, it's just never been like a constant thing that we're able to really watch. So 
I took it upon myself to uh, resubscribe to Shutter, which is a like scary movie streaming service, like pretty much only. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they got like so- some sci-fi stuff there. They've got some thriller stuff, you know, like it's a variety, but it is within the kind of like horror spectrum. And uh, so I finished watching Psycho Goreman. What is that? <laughs> uh, it's a it's about a uh, like a vicious alien that crash lands on Earth and this girl obtains his amulet, which allows her to control him because and make of course him he do has whatever she wants. Mm hmm. Uh, so it's like comedy slash like gore, I guess. Like it's in the name, I guess. Uh, okay. But it's not like a horror movie, uh, but there's a lot of gore in it. Um, it was okay. Um, I thought maybe like the trailer was the best part of this movie. Like it really was like the the movie itself wasn't all that great. Um, the comedy stuff was very hit and miss. Um, the gore was all great, but I don't know. It just didn't really do anything for me overall. Got it. And then I remembered like, oh, right. This this uh, streaming service has uh, like all these Nick Cage movies uh, that he's been putting out. And so I watched three of them. Um, and so I'll 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 talk about them very briefly in the order in which I think they go from uh, worst to best. Okay. So the worst one that I watched, which was the last one that I watched, um, was uh, uh, Prisoners of the Ghostlands. That's a title. It's it's certainly a title. <clears throat> and it is it is essentially the the plot of escape from new york kind of mixed with uh mad max okay let's go this has good posters great posters uh yeah so instead of just like so like you've seen escape from new york or la right of course yes so instead of the serum that has like this toxicity reaching its max in like 48 or 72 hours (laughs) um He's got 72 hours to retrieve the the governor's uh it's not a president it's a, a governor okay and his granddaughter uh, ran away or went missing or whatever and he's got 72 hours to bring her back however it's not a serum it's all these tiny explosives in this leather bodysuit that Nick Cage has to wear huh so he's got two charges on his neck okay he's got a charge in each arm like right about there Mm -hmm. and then uh he's got him in the legs by the knees and then he's got uh two more charges right on his testicles oh good great uh i have to ask why does he have all these charges in these particular locations it feels like there's some significance there there is so um if he raises his voice too much um at any point it starts to trigger towards the head. If um, he shows any physical violence towards a woman, if it detects that he shows physical violence towards a woman, uh, the, the appendage that is 
enraged, <laughs> uh, will will ignite the explosive to go off. I mean, I'm I'm all for no violence against women. I think that's a good start. I think yes. this approach is a little misguided. It, it's not even about misguided, but it's just like there is no logic to this whatsoever. <laughs> What's OK? OK. Go on. Uh, so he also has uh, this this uh, Pip Boy kind of thing on his arm that has like a, a voice detector. So when he is with the granddaughter, if she speaks into it, it's going to disable the charges. Oh, OK. Um, that's, that's however, uh, and then it also gives him like a bonus two days. too. <clears throat> All right. So it's like a like a cheat code for his 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 bodysuit. I see. But you're probably wondering why haven't I mentioned the testicles? Great yeah, question. why not? <laughs> uh, so if it detects that he is aroused in, uh, near a woman, the charges will also explode. Oh, okay. No At violence towards women. No, no excitement about women either. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, it it is just a very weird, like movie. Like I, I wouldn't say that I enjoyed it, but like I just didn't hate it either. Like I watched it all the way through, but honestly, like when it was done, I just went, "Huh." <laughs> all right, <laughs> that was that was time that I spent in my life today. Yeah, I. Maybe kind of regret it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> hey, don't live with regrets. You don't need to do that. I, I fucking love Nick Cage, dude. Like I unironically yeah. un love him. Uh, of course. I think he's great. He's really fun to watch. Uh, there's like not a lot of lines in this movie either. Like for the mm. first like hour of this movie, nobody talks. Like almost nobody talks, well, especially weird. Nick Cage. He just kind of like grunts and yells and just <laughs> it's just sounds like he doesn't <laughs> even say anything for the longest time. He's good at that. Uh, it's a very weird movie. It sounds uh, the next one. The next one that I watched, which was hold up. Yes, I have to. I also have to. Well, OK, I really want to understand what the setup for why he's got the suit with all the charges on anyway. But I'm guessing that's not that important. I mean, like, it's just it's the motivation device. It's uh, the MacGuffin. You know, for for. Yeah, well, for Snake Plissken, it was the serum that forced him to go do it. Like if he didn't go rescue the president yeah, yeah, and escape yeah, okay. from New York, then he would die. So the impetus yeah. here is that like, you have to wear this suit now and it's charged now, which they didn't tell him anything about it other than, cause when, <laughs> Don't when, they bring him out of the, when they release him from the prison, he's just like in this like sumo diaper. Cause it's like little <laughs> Japan of a city. Okay. Um, and so they get him in the suit. They put the the neck thing on and then everything turns on for the charges. And he's like, okay, now you're wired to explode. So now what I want you to do is go save my granddaughter. So it's like, it's like, that's why, okay. why there's, there's so many similarities to that movie. Got it. It's, it's like kind of beat for beat. Yeah. Um, okay. And then the Mad Fair Max enough. element is just like, once you leave this like little Japan city, I don't actually know what its name is, but once you leave it, it's like this desert wasteland because like nukes have gone off. Like they do, they do kind of like a lore dump at some point in the movie that mm -hmm. like talks about how there was like a, uh, nukes going off. Everything's wasted. There's only these few cities left, blah, blah, blah. 
Got it. That doesn't sound important. Uh, not really. <laughs> the other question, whatever happened to serums? Like why just uh, this is not related to like just why 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 don't we see more of these in media? I'm I'm sad. Like that was a very 80s thing. Yeah, I don't know. I I really don't know. Like we just we just got away from serums, I guess. <laughs> or did it the wasn't, serums get away it, from it, us? it wasn't enough of a motivation device anymore, I guess. I guess not. I guess like serums stopped being mysterious or maybe just, you know, governments and scientists just moved on to other devices uh, for their. Yeah, like, yeah, because like truth serum, you don't really hear much about that anymore. Oh, but it is everywhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. All right. What was the next movie that you watched? Uh, so the second movie that I watched was actually, well, the second movie in this order. Right. Of yes, worst to best is actually the first movie that I watched. Uh, okay. And that was Mandy. Ah, uh, yeah. It's a good one. Uh, this one you've one. seen, right? I have. Yes, I saw it in the theater. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I liked this movie. I just think it is kind of only good for one viewing. Uh, the, the first hour is really dedicated to character building and just mm-hmm. getting you invested in, in, in the overall characters and just getting kind of absorbed into its world. And that's fine. It just felt like it took way too long. And then when the thing happens, like I was all in at this point, like now they've really got me. I'm in. Yep. Watching Nick Cage like lose his shit for like five minutes straight. (laughs) Yeah. That and I'm fully convinced. I'm fully convinced that there was no actual script. It was just a like a oh, yeah. a brackets. Uh, Nick Cage loses his shit. Yeah, and and yeah. he just improvised all of this. It's it has to be like that is it's just an incredible. Okay, it's it's two things. One, it's incredible in the sense of like a, a wonderful display of just Nick Cage going off the rails and really just embracing the emotions of his character in the moment and going for fucking broke. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's very effective. Um, it's also incredible because like is almost over the top as it is. It's actually like pretty good. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, I wouldn't say it was like heart wrenching, but like I was, I was feeling for this guy, you yeah, know his, what he was his, going through. His anguish is palpable. Let's yeah. say. Yeah. Like, it, no, it totally worked. Like, it was completely over the top, but like, it yeah. was understandable at the same time. I will. I'll, I'll, let's just I'll just go ahead and say, like, light spoilers for this for the plot of this movie for the rest of this discussion. Like, I think we can we can talk some specifics. It's been out for like many, many years at this point. Yeah. So. Um, so, yes, that that's a great scene. And yeah, like things do like totally just pick up and go from that moment. Um. And, and, and that's then, kind of the thing is like I, I found parallels with like John Wick, you know, oh, sure. Like it uh-huh. was a similar trigger device. <laughs> like you've got this freak out moment and then it's just revenge full on. Yeah, uh, it's it's very similar to John Wick in a lot of ways up until the part where uh, Nick Cage's character goes through like the biker safe house and ingest some of their whatever the fuck it is psychedelic oh, drugs yeah. um 
And then and then that's like the second turn the movie takes. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah. things get real fucking weird from there. Um, because he spends he spends the rest of that film in a literal fever dream, like just hallucinating the shit out of everything. Um, yeah. It's fantastic. It's so good. I thought I thought there was really great <clears throat> acting and stuff, but honestly, like it's just it's not something that I would watch again. I'm not so much of a person that would fast forward through a movie, but I kind of would almost do it for this one. Like if I was going to watch it again, just get to that part. Sure. And and then kind of finish it out. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that's where things are more interesting for sure. And especially if you already know the setup. Um, Obviously, like there's you'd want to watch Nick losing his shit in the bathroom again because that's just. Oh, yeah. Like the, the. the very turning point that kind yeah, of yeah. kicks off everything is where I would start. Uh, typically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think I mean, like realistically, like that, that first half of that movie could have been cut in half. And I think it would have worked a lot better. Yeah. Like you, you get the sense they were really trying to build, like you said, do some character building and like build tension, I think as well. But, but I agree. I think, like you could have, I don't know. It, it was it was an interesting choice, right? Like they they gave you a lot of their lives to work with prior to that, which like, you know, maybe it adds some more weight to things. But I don't know. It was like an art house film. Like, what do you want? Um, definitely. Totally. Like, that's but, definitely what I took away from that. Yeah. I, but I agree. Like, I haven't gone back and watched it again since I saw it the first time. I almost feel like that movie is it's makes such a strong impression the first time you see it. Um. I don't know that a second viewing would feel as um, not fresh, but like. Fuck, I had the word on the tip of my tongue and I lost it, but it just maybe impactful. I, I, I don't know. Yep, that it would not okay. it would not feel as impactful the second time. And that's not to say that, like, it, I mean, it, it it is worth seeing. I would probably like you. I would totally watch it again from the turn um, that that stuff is just fascinating. And there's probably I feel like there's just so much happening uh, that there's probably stuff that I missed. Um, But, but yeah, it's, it's a, it's good for one sitting for sure. And it's worth seeing. Yeah. It's definitely not some really great kills in there. Like I I loved all the kills. Yeah. If you like, if you like some ultra violence, that's a, it's a good film for that. Okay. So that was your, your second favorite. Yep. Okay. And and so my absolute favorite of the three Nick Cage films that I watched was Color Out of Space. Yeah. I loved this one. The movie is fucking wild. It is totally wild, but I it, I would watch it over and over again. It is just so good. Uh what you want to give a brief synopsis of that one as well? I mean, it's 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 so weird because it's like like everything happens in this movie, but also kind of like nothing happens in this movie <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. Um, but essentially a space rock crash lands in his in his front lawn and it starts having an effect on his family. Right. Where um he's, you know, playing a dad uh of of a family and he's got uh it's like a farm and he lives in the middle of nowhere and that's I mean, that's kind of it, really. Like people come and go there. There's an overall interest in in this space rock that landed. But, uh, you know, it goes missing when the news crews arrive. Um, and just the the way that like 
not not that things devolve, but the way things evolve over the course of this movie definitely surprised me a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah, it 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 takes turns and goes places you don't expect it to go. And some of them were uh very similarly to Mandy, like very impactful. Like he has a freak out moment that like is very Nick Cage, and that one was less you didn't really feel for him that much that time. But like there's other th- events that happen that like you're like, man, I don't know if I could have done that. Yeah, same. Yeah, there's there's a really good moment uh, partway through the movie where he's like in the kitchen trying to make dinner <laughs> and he just in a a classic Nick Cage freak out, just like starts fucking throwing like what is it like throwing vegetables in the trash or something isn't it yeah i th- the one that stuck out to me and the only one that i'm thinking of is just the car one when the car oh, yeah. doesn't work yeah that one's solid as well um oh but oh my god without saying anything i'm just gonna say it for you but the wife when she was making dinner <sighs> oh my god yeah oh my god um, I, I saw it coming a mile away, but like I wasn't prepared when it actually happened, I guess. No. And the way that they handle that scene is just it's fucking eerie and it's so disturbing. Yeah. Because she just carries on. Right. Like, yeah. like nothing's going on. It's I mean, you you kind of you talked about this, but I don't think it's it's like there's no it's not possible to emphasize enough like the the effect that this ro- space rock and, and the contents of it. Like the degree to which it changes people's behavior and and more uh, the longer the folks on the farm are exposed to it. It's it's fucking nuts. Right. And it's weird, like stuff that has a direct contact or in direct contact with like gets much more like severely messed with. Um, yeah. But then like the fact that it's it eats away at everyone's sanity over time. Um is is also then, bizarre to watch that unfold. it just lets them go and they return to normal for a bit. Yeah, yeah, which is totally bizarre. Um, I'm trying. Doesn't it? Uh, is there a thing where it becomes like? Does it become more powerful like at night and like more shit happens at nighttime? I feel like, or is it just that they it use does night seem as a device? Way, yeah, to, yeah. I, I can't remember if it's that that's actually what it is, or if they just use that as a way to like illustrate, like, hey, like I, you know. Things are things happen over time, right? And and like night. Yeah, or maybe a little less. bit of both. But I, either way, though, at night it was always more prominent. Yes. Well, and yeah, and partly because of just the intensity of the of the color and light. Uh, anyhow, but um, whew, yeah, that, that movie's a fucking trip. Um, I, I loved it. It was so good. Yeah, it's really good. There's there's just some quality. I, I don't think there's as much of that, like the signature Nick Cage stuff in this movie as you get with some of his other films, no. but they're yeah. the ones that are there are really, really good. Um, there's another freak out. He has later on in the film when he's losing his grip on his sanity as well. And I don't even remember what the line is. I just, this is, this is a terrible explanation, but I just remember <laughs> it sticking out as like, you know, he does the whole like demented line delivery of like a very ordinary thing that someone would say typically. And as a kind of a way to underscore like, Hey, he's like really losing it. Um, yeah, there's, there's some really good ones of those in there. Um, this movie also has like some body horror stuff going on in it. That was 
in one instance in particular, maybe a bridge too far for me to like handle. I was just like, oh, God, I <laughs> there. Yeah, like it, it wasn't quite there, but I was just like, yeah, I'm I'm pretty disturbed by this. Yeah. And it's like as someone who I consider myself pretty desensitized to a lot of shit at this point in my life. But that was just like, oh, like mega, mega cringe. Um, yeah, I was I was sitting in the theater. I saw that in the theater as well. Um and I was sitting next to my friend Ryan, who you you know from the server, um, and like all the rest of of our friends who were with us at the time weren't parents yet. It was just the two of us who were, and that sort of gives away a little bit of what's going on, but not really. So if you've seen it, you <sighs> probably have a sense. Um, so this happened, and we're both just like sitting there doing that like that grimacing, like uncomfortable laughter thing at each other, like oh god, this is really like this is super <laughs> fucked up, man. Like, <laughs> um. Yeah, there's oof. It, it pushed. I think I feel like that movie pushed my comfort zone just far enough. Um, yeah. Thankfully, like it didn't get any worse than that. But yeah, like ugh. just I get trigger warning for body horror. Uh, if that's a problem for you, maybe don't watch this movie because there's a fair bit of it and it gets pretty bad. But um, it's also fascinating. Um, I did watch one other movie, not in a cage, uh, but it's it was the one movie out of like everything that I've seen that was like, it had the like biggest hit for me. Like I saw like it being the best thing that I watched was uh summer of 84. Okay. It is a thriller um, that I would kind of uh, liken to like stranger things meets the burbs. Okay. And it centers around four kids who believe that their neighbor is a serial killer. Ooh, um, I, like, the parents, I like this premise. The parents don't believe them and they don't have a way to prove it. And it's just all about their journey um, to trying to find that truth or trying to, to force the truth that may not be there. Okay. Um, and it is, it is such a great watch. Um, I, I highly recommend it. And to really talk about it much further would, would not necessarily spoil it, but I think it's best when you go into it only knowing that much about it, which is what I knew, um, which is a little bit more than maybe the, the actual summary gives you. Okay. Um, so Shudder is a great service. Like I, I highly recommend it to anybody who loves horror. Um, if you sign up, you get a seven day trial, but if you, if you use promo code dead meat, James, you'll get 30 days. <laughs> Free trial. Okay. Look, I don't have my own promo code, so I'm going to use <laughs> someone that I like. Sure. Why not? Plug it. Get get you some some free shutter time. So that's that's promo code Dead Meat James. Uh, also, if you like uh, horror movies and uh, whatnot, uh, YouTube.com/slash Dead Meat is an awesome YouTube channel. Highly recommend that. Nice. But, uh, yeah, Shutter is a great service. There's a bunch of other stuff on there that I I've watched and liked, but like those were kind of like the standouts of everything that I watched. Psycho Goreman wasn't necessarily a, a standout, but it was just like it was really interesting. It was it was a lot different than than even the trailers let on. Nice. It just wasn't very good. Yeah, yeah. They can't all be winners. No, no. Well, that's that's. I'm somewhat envious of you having just time to sit down and watch multiple movies. It's like, oh, man, it was great. God, I, I, I don't want like I, I watch TV and movies, but I don't watch like a lot of them. And 
in normal circumstances. Sure. I'm I might be seeing a movie this weekend, possibly, but who knows? Yeah. Um, I just I just don't. Yeah, I don't get to see movies anymore. It's not a part of my life. It's a shame. One day, maybe. Yeah, I don't see very many theatrical movies anymore. I kind of wait for the home release. Yeah, um, well, but I, mean, I do want to see like a uh, new Top Gun. I want to see new Jurassic Park. I want to see uh, the new Thor. Mm-hmm. I think that's about it. I think those are like the only ones that I'd want to see in theaters right now. Yeah, I think new Top Gun is is the one that I'm probably seeing this weekend if I see a movie. So I'll let you know how it is. Although it's going to be probably the same as that everyone else says, which is it's good. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't believe how many good things people are saying about it. Well, I mean, I can, but at the same time, like I've watched Top Gun a few times, but that movie <laughs> is fucking slow. Oh, my God. Is it ever? Holy shit. Like, I loved that movie growing up and I you know, I've watched it more times than I can count. But but yeah, it's slow. And then like, especially we could talk spoilers for Top Gun, especially I after think, I think it's safe from <laughs> 1986, especially after Goose dies. The movie gets so fucking slow. It's like half the time I would just turn it off at that point because I'm like, I don't care about the rest of this. The most fun stuff is the early stages of them at the academy and the flight school anyway. But yeah, uh, sorry if you didn't know that Goose dies, um, but that's on you at this point. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I keep hearing it's awesome, like which is for a, a franchise that was resurrected from the mid 80s. Like that's some, that's saying a lot. Yeah. And, that, and like that's what's got me so interested is I've really got to see like what they changed or how they made it so good. Yeah, I must know. I, I also like. If Danger Zone is not in that movie, I'm get, demanding my money back. I've been uh, I've been to the bar uh, from the original Top Gun where they do the Great Balls of Fire thing or the or yeah. no, where the well, no, no, that, yeah. that you're talking about the you've lost that love and feeling scene. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've been to okay. that bar in San Diego. Nice. I it's it's a fun place to be. I bet. I bet. Um. Have you been playing any video games recently? Yeah, I mean, with so much time on my hands, I've also played <laughs> some games. Nice. Um, so I played through the Cuphead DLC that they just released. Ah, the delicious last course. Uh, it is it is a dessert for sure. <laughs> um, if if this is in fact the last thing that they're going to do with Cuphead, uh, it ends on a really high note. Uh, it's really fun. It, it's one of those things where it, like it doesn't require that you have beaten the original game's campaign. Well, that's nice. Uh, and there, and there's no benefit by doing that either. It's just a an additional island that you can go to that's pretty challenging, uh, and it has like a uh, a series <clears throat> like these series of bosses. That you can fight, and once they are finished, you can go back and replay it. Only this time, it puts you into a gauntlet mode where you fight them back to back to back to back. Mm. Uh, that was super tough to do, um, and it took me a while to get to get my cup legs back. But once I did, <laughs> not your uh, cup head. Yeah. Uh, once <laughs> I did, though, <laughs> uh, I I started feeling it again. Like it, it didn't really take me as long as I thought it would, but um yeah it was like took me like four hours to beat it 
Um, but mm. I could see it like if you've been practicing maybe, bef- you know, before this DLC came out, like maybe I should have done, um, it might have only taken two hours. Or, you know, if you're brand new to this, it might take you like six hours. I don't know. Yeah, like there's sure. no real amount of time I could really attach to this other than what my own experience was. But it doesn't yeah. mean that, that will be yours. Well, cause, yeah, game is hard. And so depending how good you are at hard game, game may take long or short. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's super cool. The new character, Miss Chalice, she's super fun to play as. Uh, it's really interesting how you play as her. So when you start the DLC, uh, there's kind of like an overall quest to complete. Um, essentially, she is trapped in a in a realm that she can't get out of. And so in their world, she's only a ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, but the uh, the shop has a charm that you can equip. And this charm allows you to, to swap the place of her and her realm with either Cuphead or Mugman. And... So once you have that charm equipped, it also comes with a set of powers um, and her own charms. So you don't customize anything about her. So you kind of get like a loadout for Miss Chalice uh, that you can't okay. change. And so and just by having the charm equipped, when you go into a level, you are Miss Chalice. Got it. Right. And so you get you get the benefits of her abilities, which I have heard. Uh, from hearing about the the DLC that it's I don't know if it's it's that she's OP in the original content, but that she's very strong. She is very strong. Yeah. And like, that's the other thing is like, she's not even just secluded to just this, the DLC levels. You can go play the whole game as her. Right. Um, and so kind of with with that said, this does not make Cuphead a three player co-op game. It is still only two players. Yeah. You just now have, you can be Miss Chalice as one of the two characters. Yeah. That's cool. It's nice that they did that. I wonder, I wonder if it's a like, well, this was the easiest way to get her into the old content decision, or if it was more of a, she is balanced very particularly and changing the abilities would actually fuck some stuff up sort of decision around that. I, I do think it is actually kind of the latter. Uh, they also introduce a new charm uh, called Lucky Hearts, where if you successfully parry on your first, third, and fifth parry, uh, you gain uh, one HP each time. So oh. it is entirely possible to go through a level and like come out with like nine HP. Oh, damn. For scrubs like me, that sounds very useful. <laughs> it's incredibly useful. Huh. Um, it is it is not OP because it is very hard to do uh, if you're not very good at the the parries, I suppose. But uh, yeah, like and then like it's these new charms like. God, is it bad that like every time I say charm, I kind of want to say charm, 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 charm. I don't know. Uh, what is that? Is that like, lucky charms? OK, yeah, like faux Irish. Yeah. Um, I have Scottish blood, so I can't do an Irish accent. You, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> Scott with the Scottish blood, but it's also a coincidence. I tell you, 
Uh, it's a very good DLC. Um, you know, obviously shorter than what the main game was, but hey, it's DLC. Like that's kind of how these things go. Yeah. But it's more Cuphead. So like I've been dying for this. Like I've I haven't really wanted to go back and play Cuphead because I've almost 100 percent of that game. I I think like the stats at like 94% or 93%, something like that. Wow. It's a lot. Um, it is a lot. Um I got pretty good at that game, but like <laughs> it just it this game took so long to develop that they themselves don't really want to make more. They knew they wanted to make this DLC, obviously. Sure. But I I can't I mean the DLC has been very successful. It sold like a million copies within its first week. Mm-hmm. Uh I just I don't know. Like, I don't see them really going back to make a Cuphead 2, even though they definitely could. It's just going to take sure. forever to do it. Yeah, I think that's fine. I would I, I expect most folks at this point would want to see what else they can do with kind of the pedigree they've built for themselves. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a super great DLC. I, I mean, it, to me, I think it like completes the package of Cuphead, like to have Cuphead without the DLC is an incomplete purchase honestly so, like it is so you, it is so essential to have so you're saying i need to go spend seven slash eight dollars on this yes <laughs> okay. for sure that seems reasonable um shit i had a question i was gonna ask you and i forgot it oh well i would love to answer it i'm sure you would and i would love to remember it but i can't so let's just well let's i'll just pretend move on I, this, i'll start talking about this never happened thing. Okay. And then and then you'll remember and have to ask me in the middle of Exactly. It. That is how it will work. Uh and then the other thing that I played through uh was Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Ah. Uh 2K sent me a Steam key for it, even though it had already been out on, you know, all the uh, other platforms I and see. Epic. They're like, hey, this came out on Steam. Here's a code. <laughs> you wanna and I was like, that? I already have it on Epic, but shit. I like Steam. All right, I'll check this out finally because yeah. I've been I've been wanting to do it anyway. Like I've had yeah. it in my Epic library, um, and I've just not gotten around to it. So now is like a really good time, and I I really liked it. Um, I will say that I prefer Borderlands. Um, yeah, there's nothing wrong with this game, and like in like the truest sense, it's just. <laughs> Uh, I think things work a lot better with Borderlands. Um, sure. I even, I I wanted to load up Borderlands 3 just so I could have a comparison uh, between the two because I just wanted to see like what was different, maybe what felt different, even if it like looked like technically was different, more graphics options or whatever. Um, most of that's actually pretty much the same. Um, there's really no difference there. It's all the same engine, all the, all the same settings, everything like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is an extension from that uh, uh, Tiny Tina's Keep or whatever. Assault, Assault on, on Dragon's, Dragon's Keep. Keep. Yeah. Um, it's an extension of that. So basically uh, in, in the world of Borderlands, there is no Dungeons and Dragons. It is called Bunkers and Badasses. Right. And so she is the. Uh, the Not the, the DM. The, the, B, the BM. Yes, gotcha. she is the B- uh-huh of course she's yeah so she's the bm and uh there are two other party members that are there playing the game and you are the newbie 
and what's what is kind of cool about this over Borderlands is you have full character customization as you would a Dungeons and Dragons character. Oh, okay. So you so get like to, you more you get in depth than what you normally get with Borderlands. Way more in depth. Okay. Okay. Um, so you get to pick the 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 gender, your pronouns. Um, all the facial features, every bit of color, all of the sliders that you would want. Um, you design like your armor, you design uh, a banner, the, armor. the whole the whole shebang, right? Mm-hmm. You get everything, which is way more in depth than Borderlands ever gave you. Which that, that sounds cool. Yeah, it's great. And uh, then you just pick your class. There are six classes. And they all just fall into kind of norms that you would know. You know, you've got berserkers, you've got mages, you've got necromancers, um, you've got uh, rangers, that type of deal. Yeah. And and then you go into the game, you do the tutorial stuff, um, but really it's still Borderlands. I, f- I swear there's like a Randy Pitchford quote somewhere from some site saying that it wasn't going to be like Borderlands. <laughs> Hmm. I seem to recall something along those lines. So I'm, I'm, I will say I'm paraphrasing, Okay. but like the, the way that it was worded meant like, it wasn't just going to be like borderlands reskinned, but, but it's, it's borderlands reskinned. Okay. Uh, it's so like, like, uh, pistols and are like small crossbows, but they, you know, they could be like an auto firing pistol crossbow. Um, shotguns are pretty much shotguns, but they, they're all just kind of dressed up medievally fantasy. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, assault rifles look are, are like the large crossbows that, you know, have all, all these different things or whatever. And so it's all the same kind of stuff. Like there's all this elemental damage. There's, you know, all, all the same kind of loot drops that you get from bosses, so on and so forth. Skill points, uh, at, at a certain point, though, you get the option to pick another class. So you get to double class Ooh. your character. Okay. So I started out as a berserker, um, and then I added necromancy as my second class. Did you, um, name, did you name them Necronancy? I did not. Missed opportunity. Uh, it, very big missed opportunity. <laughs> Uh, and you can rename it any time too. So like, yeah, okay. if like you start out one way that works and then like, because of the double class thing, like that doesn't quite work anymore for you. You can rename yourself. Um, it's super fun. It's kind of on the short side, uh, or like a little bit shorter than, than like a borderlands game. So this took me like about 15 hours to finish. That's that's, uh, I'd say it's a lot shorter than a borderlands game. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, I was really just kind of mainlining it. I did dip oh, into sure. a couple of side quests, um, but I just was basically mainlining the whole thing just to see it. Uh, the supporting cast is crazy good. So you've got Will Arnett as the big bad. Uh, you know, you got Ashley Birch as Tiny Tina to you know take that character sure. as you will. But they did yep. subdue that character. Um, there's a whole new writing team. For this one. So it's not the same writers as Borderlands 3 at all. And so it, it felt to me that Tiny Tina was was reined in this time. Um, yeah. Written a lot better. A lot, you know, still kind of annoying, but not as annoying as I've ever experienced. 
Um, and then like for your other party members, you've got Wanda Sykes and Andy Samberg. Oh, damn. Like they, pull, they pulled out the budget for this one. Yeah. I like great comedy cast uh, to support you. And they're always narrating kind of over like things that you're doing or whatever. Um, and then so you do have like the same kind of transitions from area to area where you get like you just have like this fantasy uh, echo bot thing that pops up to to do the checkpointing and whatever. Mm-hmm. And you switch your areas. But there are some like like harsh areas like the, where there's a really big cutoff that sends you into an overworld, which is essentially the tabletop. So you've got like spilled over you know, soda cans, you've got Cheetos on the map that are like blocking paths mm-hmm. and you have to do quests that like open them up. Um, there's like chests to find. You get uh, randomly ambushed for fights. And when when that happens, you just kind of portal into a smallish area where you fight like two to three waves of enemies and then you beat the encounter, get some loot and then leave, go back to the mm-hmm. overworld. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like a little like a rift or uh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and it's it was just really fun. Like I would totally play that again in co op, nice. um, or you know do some end game stuff. But like for me though, like I having not finished Borderlands three, I really want to go back and finish that because I when I loaded up my save, uh, which hey bonus points. Remember when we were talking about the move to Steam and we were like, maybe we'll start a new character, maybe not. Well, when I loaded up my save this time, all the achievements that I had earned on Epic started popping on Steam. That's nice. So they fixed that at some point, uh, which is cool. Borderlands 3 also now has crossplay. So mm. if we happen to know someone who's not on PC, we can do crossplay. But Wonderlands uh, from the start has full crossplay. That's nice. So for for goofballs like me, even who's only who, I I think I yeah, I only have Wonderlands on Epic, but we could still play together because it does crossplay between stores as well, right? Even on the same platform. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's it's really good. I I just I think like my hangs hangups with it are really just that it just feels like borderlands still and it doesn't quite feel that different from it yeah mm-hmm. um and, and i get it uh there is kind of like a, I, I watched all the credits and there is a note kind of at the beginning where it's like hey this game was made under covid we appreciate you thank you for you know appreciating what we could do with what we had yeah essentially Please cut us some slack <laughs> yeah so, yeah. I mean, like, I get it, but at the, at the same time, like, it just didn't feel enough different. Uh, it did feel like Borderlands with a new wrapper on it. Um, I mean, I, I I just I don't see how it could have been anything else. But I mean, again, like, like, there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, um, yeah. Not maybe that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, maybe they they had plans originally to make it feel more unique and then kind of realize like, actually we don't have the time or energy for this, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's being massively reductive, but you know what I mean? I, I do know. Yeah. And, and I, I don't know what they had planned versus what they were actually able to do. Yeah. 
Um, but it, it does no kind of prove it does kind of prove that like if they really wanted to do this again uh, in a different way, they could. Like the, the Borderlands formula still kind of works here. Sure, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, I wonder if if they were to push it outside into like completely new territory, like and not have any attachment to the previous franchise at all, which could be, you know, that sometimes that doesn't work. Um, but it, I'd be interested to know if they could take kind of all of these mechanical things that they've done for the Borderlands series over time and say like, okay, we're going to try to make a completely new universe, but it's going to be, it's going to play similarly to this, you know, this other stuff that you know us from. Like, I wonder if that would be successful or not. And again, like who could say, but it's, it makes you almost wonder like, okay, well, if. I don't I don't know. Maybe Wonderlands wasn't the right place for them to differentiate. Right. But but also maybe that was yeah. a good opportunity to try and push it farther. I don't know. It's, it's tricky. Yeah, uh, it, it, I, I just I do like it. I do recommend it. I think it is totally worth playing. It just. Uh, I've never been big into into D&D in any kind of real way other than like video game form. So maybe this will hit harder for certain people. But for me, it was just it just didn't work all the way. Yeah, but I still I gave that. it like a four out of five. It totally earned that. And I think it, I think it's really fun. It sounds extremely competent, if not even cromulent. Um, <laughs> uh, I actually am one of the people who always liked the Tiny Tina character and found her funny despite being very annoying. Um, yeah, I mean, I never really disliked her, to be honest. Well, like, I, yeah, I, I wonder if I were to go back and play Borderlands 2 in particular, if I would still feel that way, though. Like, I don't know. It's been a long time. Yeah. Um, but I mean, so you meant like uh, different writers on this game. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I think like Mikey Newman was like one of the main writers, I want to say, on Borderlands 2. And I, I don't think he's attached to this. So I'm curious if that's got anything to do with with kind of the, the character changes. Well, or Anthony if it's more... Birch was on. Like, he was on I 2 as well. Two. Mm-hmm. But also three, though. He wrote three. Yes, he I'm was. Pretty he, sure. I think he was the lead writer on three, right? Yeah, I think that's yeah. kind of the problem. Like, I really like that dude, but for some reason, like, three just made some of the characters really unbearable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't pin all of that on, on him specifically. No, but, no. But, but, but you know. definitely, well, yeah, we've talked about this when we've played Borderlands 3. I am not a, a Chris Hardwick fan. There, any amount of him in, my, in a game is too much for my taste, as it is. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I don't uh, three just is, is for as many that is, I swear, like that is our it's like our, our bugbear. It's the thing we always say we're going to come back to. And then I don't know, it just has never quite gotten its hooks into me as much as the previous two games did. I want to when like I it. went when I went back, I was like, oh, this is my shit. I, I okay. want this. OK, and it was I think it's just like the level that our characters are at right now um, and just hold escape to skip this cutscene and game's great okay i could uh i could be down for that i have to um i don't know maybe maybe this year is the year we'll finally go back and try borderlands 3 again like together. that'd be cool we'll see yeah we don't have to start over we can just pick up from where we left off and go from there and try and remember what's happening if uh but even then who cares you're right who cares just skip cutscenes and go because the fun part is shooting shit and getting loot yeah fair enough cool uh anything else that you've been playing uh no that's about it 
I know I said I was going to talk about like Elder Scrolls High Isle, but maybe another time still. Yeah, perhaps. Maybe never. Maybe never. But it's really good. I enjoy my time with that game. I haven't spent much time with it since I I reviewed DLC. So maybe when I I get into it deeper some other time, that's when I'll do it. Every time you try one of the new expansions for Elder Scrolls Online, you have good things to say about it. That's all I know. Yeah, that game that game is awesome. Uh, I I do really like it. Like it works better than you think it would. Nothing wrong with that. Mm-mm. I mean, it's you've got all of the continents from all of the previous Elder Scroll games, and then some in this one game. Like, I mean, unless they made a single player version of that, there's just nothing else like it. Nice. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think I've really ever heard anyone say anything bad about it. It's one that I've always wanted to try and spend time on, but I'm also very wary of putting my time into MMOs. In I think general. I got you to buy it once. Yeah, I own it. I do own it. Uh, I haven't like stay, stayed up with expansions, but but yes, I do. <laughs> this is in my possession. You did talk me into that. I still stand by that. Whatever I told you to get you to buy it, I still stand by it. Okay, that works for me. Like Fallout 76, on the other hand, like, well, uh, I had fun with that game. Like, but you know, I we did, but it's it, it's just like, I don't know. There are some games where like the shooting like multiple times into someone to wear down their health. Like, yeah, bothers me. Yeah. And then there are games where it doesn't. But Fallout 3 or Fallout 76 bothers me. The division yeah. doesn't. Yeah. You know, like it's just it really depends on the game for me. Yeah, it, it's all about feel and like yeah. how, what the feedback you get from that is and what the experience is. And like Fallout's got a weird problem where, you know, they were doing at least in three. And I think to an extent in four, there was maybe they got rid of this in four. But, you know, the shooting was more like dice roll driven behind the scenes. Right. And it wasn't like, you don't. it's not just that you're shooting and you're going to it's your bullets are going to land where you aim. Uh, there was kind of all that funkiness going on and 76, I think kind of threw that away in, in favor of just the bullet sponge approach, which I don't know. I guess I had fun playing 76 with you and some of our other friends. That was what made it fun. It was just yeah, doing it in a group. For sure. Like playing solo, it, like didn't the the pro- I think like the main problem with that was just like not being able to align our quests to do them at the same time. Oh my god. Like just uh, yes, that was a major mechanical problem. I, I think they fixed that, but I don't actually know. Yeah. And I mean, this is, you know, we came into it to play like a long time after launch. Um, yeah. Like after we, we came in way after like the initial problems uh, had been resolved. But it's yeah, I don't know. Eh, that game was all right. I had a good time. I would maybe in theory someday go back and play with friends some more. But um, yeah, but I, I know what you mean. It's just like something about that feel of the combat isn't quite where it needs to be. Yeah. So have you been playing anything interesting? Hmm. Even if it's not interesting. Oh, well, that's that's probably the best stuff to talk about is the not interesting stuff. Yeah. Um I we got code for um for a I don't know how many people have this on their radar, but we got code for X Zodiac. Uh, which is like a low poly, like 90s style on rail shooter in the vein of 
Star Fox or in Space Harrier. And it's like <laughs> it almost just might as well be called like legally distinct from Star Fox uh, <laughs> shooter, because like I swear, like I've been saying for fucking ever that Nintendo just needs to make a rem like a completely remade updated version of Star Fox 64 or a follow up to that game that doesn't suck and that actually like is as good as 64 was right um yeah and they still like apart from the 3ds re-release of star fox 64 which was really good and i did play the shit out of um like they just haven't they're not doing anything with the franchise fine um so the developers of exodiac who are clearly fans of the original star fox on the super nintendo uh, took it upon themselves to say well what if someone else made one of these and it was extremely reminiscent of old school star fox uh but was also you know, not technically Star Fox. Um, and uh, so let's see, this goes on early access on the 21st. Um, but I played through all of the early access content, um, which is like six levels. Um, I guess not all of it. So there's six levels in the early access version and there are six bonus levels and I've played through two of those. Um, and so they're going to kind of keep adding on to the game as they go. Um, but like if you have been hankering for a a follow up to Star Fox, this is the thing that you want. Like, you know, if you, <laughs> hey, Scott, it's your cousin Evan. You know that Star Fox sound you've been looking for? Yeah. Well, listen to this. Um, like and it is straight up like. If if you took the visuals of Star Fox on the Super Nintendo. But made it run at 60 frames a second or higher and. You know, like basically like take that old aesthetic and then push it performance wise so it feels way better to play instead of like the 15 or 10 frames a second you would get on the on the Super Nintendo. Um, Have you played with any of the settings? No, I haven't fucked with that at all, actually. So there is like a like a I I'm pretty sure pretty sure that's there. There's like a 15 uh, frames per second option. There, you know, you can take off like the CRT filter. You can, oh. you can like really clean up the visuals even, so you can make oh, nice. it look better. Yeah, than it yeah. does. Yeah, there, Crisper, like, there's maybe. a bunch of options to kind of like mess with the look of the game. Like, if you yeah, because like the 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 game like makes heavy use of like interlacing and like checkerboarding on the textures and the, on the polygons yeah. to like really give it that chunky like you know very low fi feel. Um, that's cool to know because. I I really like the way it looks out of the box, but it is a little hard to track everything on screen sometimes. Um, yeah, depending on, depending on how close you're sitting. Um, but man, this game fucking rips like it is so much fun to play. It feels like a it feels like Star Fox in the best way possible. Um, the way that enemies and groups of enemies come onto the screen and like kind of go in their little formations and they've included like many levels have uh, like sets of archways you can fly through to get bonus items. Uh, you know, they've incorporated secrets in in kind of all the same ways. Um, they don't because of the limit of the number of levels that are in the game right now. There's no like branching paths, but I expect they're probably going to add that because the map screen is gigantic and the path that's there is linear and there's a lot of room for other paths below the main one. So one could conjecture they're planning to, to do that. Um, Boss fights are really well designed. Uh, the music is incredible. Like it's it's just oh god, it it, so it good. I could I could just I want to play the game more 
just to hear the, the, the tracks because it is it is like, uh, I don't know. I, so this is people who know the differences between these things better than me will will call me out on this probably. But it actually almost sounds like a hybrid of the Super Nintendo and the Genesis of sound chips in terms of how the music has been composed and the instruments that they're using for the synth. Um, not an accident because, as you know, the press talks the press material talks about it being like a star fox and uh in the vein of star fox and space harrier right and i was like yeah where's the fuck where's the fucking space harrier in this game and i was like well maybe they're taking some cues from from the genesis in terms of the art style in some cases and and the music composition and then you get to a bonus level have you seen any of these yeah yeah it's fucking space harrier <laughs> yep 100 <laughs> percent. like full on so that's actually kind of awesome that they just you get both of those experiences in there. They play kind of differently in a way like it's it's a little jarring because I think, you know, the, the Star Fox inspired levels feel like you've got a little more time to react to things, right? Like you can kind of plan how you're going to line up your your lock on targets and you, know, you can kind of maneuver through and sp the space Harrier levels. I feel like they go so much faster and like you were just blitzing through at lightning speed and it's almost as much about not getting hit and dodging as it is shooting stuff down um but it's uh it's pretty dope i've been waiting for this game to come out for like what two years um yeah it's been a long time since like we we first started looking at this yeah like there was a demo on some steam fest a couple of years back that i played that was one level and i was like oh shit this looks cool um and now here we are um so that's coming out in early access next week. Uh, I highly recommend it. I think it's very fun. Um, you're gonna you're gonna do a video or something on it. Yeah, I'm gonna do a preview video for the YouTube channel. Um, trying to time that uh, to to coincide with the early access release. So look for that next week to go up on our YouTube channel. Uh, I think July 21st is the date that I said this goes live. Uh, yeah, yeah. So look for it around then. Um, I well, like I mean, we we're starting with this, so I, I kind of hope we get some sort of Superman 64 like. Oh, yeah, that would really complete the the package. Um, yeah, just make, you, make you fly through a bunch of rings really slow, like and lots of fog. Intense uh, fog. You can't turn it. You can't like you can't crank up the settings. You can only turn it no. down. Yeah, yeah. Just make it worse. Just make your make your draw distance even closer to your face. Um, yeah, but dude, like. The, the game has everything, right? Like it's got the heavily themed level design. So you've got your your space level that looks like Sector Y or Sector Z. You've got your kind of Cordaria knockoff. You've got your ice and lava planets in one on one of the level levels, which is pretty great. There's your like your ancient Egypt in sp or space Egypt level, <laughs> which is like yeah. essential, right? And it, it really harkens back to that philosophy of level design that games in the 90s use for for action titles like let's just make shit as exotic and weird as possible uh and it's great like you fly inside a pyramid and you're fighting fighting like you know uh like disembodied heads of idols that are floating around and uh like an illuminati eye inside of a swirling or a rotating pyramid that is throwing shit at you it's awesome um it's they it's just nail it they, they really, really do nail it yeah they absolutely nailed it um so so do go and and give that a, a look i'm i'm having a blast like i said i've already completed the content that's available because it's it's fast um you probably get through all six of those levels in 
35, 40 minutes, I think. Um, but so you I'm just curious. Replay it when you're done. Yeah, which is again like the original Star Fox, right? Like you want to see how you can push it and get better. And um, they don't do medals, but they do like you know the A through S or D through S rankings um, on the level, so you can go back and push for better scores. Go back and find the the things that give you access to the bonus levels for each stage. So there's there's more to do, but I think for me it's just more of I love the experience of playing a game like that and. Now we can just load it up anytime and, and rip through it. Uh, and I also want to check those settings for the visuals out and see kind of how those impact things. Yeah. Um, hmm. What else? Not a lot lately, um, which is sad because it's been like two weeks since we did this. But uh, <clears throat> I played like I played the first 10, like 15 to 20 minutes of a few games over the last couple of weeks, like with with Dragon's Dogma 2 being announced and that being on my list of shame for ages, I was like, you know what? It's $3.99 or whatever on a PSN sale. I feel like I might be more likely to play it if I if it's on my PlayStation. So let's buy that and download it. And so I, I finally booted that up and played it. Uh, and I got through the intro. And boy, does that feel like a 2012 ass game. Um, yeah, uh, so I did something similar a couple of weeks back. I, I installed Dragon's Dogma on PC played through like the prologue stuff and I totally agree with you. Yeah, like I, I'm going to stick with it and I'm going to keep chipping away at it because everyone talks about how great it is. And I also hear that it's one of those things that really opens up and becomes awesome, like after you spend a little time with it. Um, and so I want to know what the hype is. I want to understand better. Um, but it's definitely like, OK, like there's some there's some janky ass design in this. Um, and I turn. <laughs> I'm playing on dad mode because I don't have time to play it on anything else. Um, yeah. But part of me is like, well, is that too easy? Um, and is that part of why this feels like a weird thing? Because I just like there's no challenge right now. Um, and maybe that changes as you kind of get past this intro. But uh, but we'll see. I don't know. There was like a whole sequence of the dragon flying into town and setting people on fire. And then you run and try and hit it with your sword. And it laughs and punts you away. It's like, yeah. OK. I don't know what's going on here. This is weird. Uh, I named my character Slick Lily. I thought that was funny. Yep. I don't yep. know. That's good. <laughs> um, I played. <clears throat> okay. I've heard for years, and this is probably going to be something where you're like, I'm good. Um, but I've heard for years that the Danganronpa games, like the visual novel, like puzzle games are really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so Trigger Happy Havoc, the first one uh, was on sale on the Switch recently. So I said, fuck it, I'm going to try that. Um, I'm going to see what the fuss is about. And it definitely is a very slow burn in the opening. And it's like, OK, like, yeah, you know, anime, Japanese high school students, uh, lots of setup for, you know, what's going to happen. And it moved a little slower than I wanted it to. And I was like, come on, get to the good shit, because like at some point you get to a place where, you know, these students are are being faced against uh, like, you know, puzzles where the, the consequences of failure are death and you have to make hard decisions and it's supposed to get really interesting and fun. And I'm not there yet. Um, it's making me do all of the like, you know, go through the initial story setup and then talk to every single one of the characters. So, you know who they are before you get to go and play the game. And like uh, I was like, I will come back to this when I have a larger chunk of time. Um, yeah. So I, I want to see more of it, but I'm waiting for it to get good. Uh, other than that, like. Oh, here's one. 
Uh, so you are familiar with the fact that Netflix releases uh, games for its subscribers on smartphone platforms, yes? I am, but I have not looked into any of it. <clears throat> so the first one that I checked out a while back was when they inexplicably dropped a remaster of Shatter, uh, which was originally out on the PS3. Um, they dropped a remaster of that onto the, the app store on iOS and I think Android. Um, I was like, OK, sure, I'll check this out and downloaded it. Um, and if you are a Netflix subscriber, you can play this game. Um, you can download it no matter what, but you can't play it if you're not a subscriber. Yeah. And I guess if you have the app on your phone already and you're signed in, it just uses it. It already knows you're off, I guess, because uh, it just let me start playing right away. And I was like, OK, cool. Um, I was like, yes, this is Shatter. Uh, I don't like this on a touch screen. Moving on. Um, they've I'm released excited for the real Shatter uh, <sighs> remaster later this oh, year. Oh, God, September. give it to me. Give it to me. I want I want I'm it bad. So ready. I'm fucking psyched for that. Um, I, I have that game on Steam. I should probably play it there as well. But the remaster is going to be good. Um, yes, it will. So I was looking through their catalog and like they have a whole bunch of stuff that they've just kind of pooped out onto the store and nothing that looks like anything I would probably recommend. However, <clears throat> I've I heard about this game uh, somewhere. Uh, it's called Point P, P O I N P Y. Um, I feel like I've heard about this or yeah, heard the name somewhere. <clears throat> it's a really fucking good mobile game, and it's like it's nice because it's a it, there is no like zero monetization attached to this at all. Right. Which is already like, OK, good. Like we're 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 happy to hear about this. Um, it's it's basically like it, it, it harkens back to like the early 2010s uh, style of like mobile game design or it's like philosophically. I would it's also like something kind of similar to Downwell, I guess, uh, in the okay. loosest sense. It's run based, um, but it's also it's it's something you can play with just one hand. And you play like this cute little creature who can jump and you pull down on on the screen to charge the jump and you aim. And so it's kind of got a little bit of a puzzle, like a bubble bobble thing going there as well. Um, you let go and then you collect fruit as you jump up and you can bounce off of the walls and collect more fruit. And then you can chain jumps together and then you can jump or land or jump onto or ground pound onto enemies. Uh, that might be carrying fruit or just are there. And then that ex gives you another jump back in uh, from your jump pool. Basically, um, they're orbs, they're jump orbs. So you get an orb back if you stomp on an enemy. There's pots that can have fruits or seeds in them. The seeds unlock abilities and shit. Anyway, the point is, how big of a jump chain can you put together and how much fruit can you collect? With the caveat that there's this big giant monster at the bottom of the screen who's like telling you what it wants you to make for it out of the different fruits, it gives you a fruit recipe and you have to collect the, that fruit or those fruits. And then anything you collect beyond that is bonus. And then when you land, when your jumps end and you land on the ground, you like mix up a little juice drink and toss it down the bottom for him to drink. And then he gives you the next recipe basically. And it so it's a, just like grocery shopping to me. Well, yes, but what if, what if grocery shopping, but the store was vertical and you right. had to, yeah. Yeah, you had to parkour your way up to get your groceries. Oh, um, I mean, I parkour everywhere. <laughs> I didn't know this about you, but it makes sense. Yeah, and I, I announce it. You know, you have to say that you're doing parkour when you're doing parkour. Right. Yeah. That no, that adds up. I get it. Um, 
this would explain why. Nope, can't land it. It's not happening. <laughs> uh, that one time we were in the office together, I could have sworn I heard someone yelling parkour. There we go. Um, I didn't know it was you. Uh, anyway, it's like it's very cute. Um, like the art styles really is really fun and like cartoonish, uh, but it's very well designed and the gameplay loop is really good and it's the perfect pickup and I only have two minutes to play something game. <laughs> it's also great for I have half an hour to kill. Um, yeah, so like it it is it fits into whatever kind of block you've got available. It's that category of mobile game that is so rare on on smartphones at, at this point today. It, yeah. yeah, like you just don't people just don't make this shit anymore. Um, it's it's like it's the thing that it, it is the, the smartphone game I've been waiting for someone to make since 2012 or 2013 when they stopped making these games. Um, it's great. It's super fun. Highly recommend it. Um, and obviously you have to be a Netflix subscriber to be able to play it. But hey, like if you are one, check it out. It literally will only cost you a few minutes of your time. <laughs> Um, and yeah, like I don't, I don't even keep games on my phone anymore. Right. Um, just, yeah, I, I mean, well, I have some, like <clears throat> I've, I've got, um, like my main one that I, I, I go to and I have to look at my phone to remember the name cause I wasn't sure of the order golf on Mars, which is the sequel to desert golf. Oh yes. Yes. Uh, always good to have some variation of one of those games on there. Uh, that's another good, like I only have two minutes to kill slash I have 30 minutes to kill type of game. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, but yeah, I, I do, I do really enjoy point B and I do recommend folks check it out. Um, it's like for the longest time, the only thing I had installed that was like resembling a game was hearts. <laughs> um, which is All also right. how I, that's how I know I'm getting old. Um, yeah, but, and, uh, I mean, you're like one step away from like slots on your phone. Oh, God, no. Then then you come back out the other end and like, yeah, full like monetization, like just pump money. Do you ever it. have those like LCD or have your grandparents have ever had those LCD <clears throat> slots? I, I, I don't think I had one, but I played them anywhere that I saw them because like I thought that was fun. Yeah, I. I I probably think it is still fun. I haven't played it recently, but my grandparents growing up had those LCD slot games. They played them all the time. Oh, yeah. And so I um, would grab one and play it, too. It was, it was honestly fun. What I did have uh, somehow inexplicably. When I was a young lad, um, my the computer I had in my room was like an old Mac LC two. Um, and we had a CD-ROM, like a 1X CD-ROM drive for it. Uh, Don't want to go too fast. No, you might burn something. Um, I had a, a CD-ROM game that was like a virtual casino that I just thought was the most fun thing ever. And I would just get on there and play the slot machines on it for hours because like, why not? Um, and I remember my parents at one point were worried about like, you're spending a lot of time with this. like you know, gambling can be really dangerous. And I'm like, I'm I'm nine. I just want to pull the lever and see the things go and watch the numbers. Yeah. happen, please. Like, that's all I care about. Uh, I wouldn't do this if it cost real money. <laughs> I don't even know where I got that disc. That's the thing. It's like, I don't I don't know where it came from. I couldn't tell you how it came into the house. Um, but it was there and I played it a lot. Um, 
did not have the LCD slots though. Um, and then the only other thing has been getting back into Fortnite. Uh, you say this with like some hesitation. Yeah. Uh, no, it's good. That game, I feel like we talked about, we did. I pitched you on this last time we sat down and talked for the show and you were lamenting not having played games with friends much recently. And I said, Hey, you know what? I just started playing again. That turns out is really good these days. It's Fortnite. Yeah. And then as soon as we were done recording, we played some Fortnite together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that game's fucking good. Yeah. It's, it's exactly what <clears throat> I've wanted for, for years. You know, you said all the same things, but it's just like, yeah, like the playing this game is far more al aligned with my tastes and what I would want and what I do want out of a uh, battle royale. Yep. Yeah, it's nice that the stakes feel a lot lower, um, but you can still play it seriously or not. Um, and both are totally valid to do. Um, yeah. And I think like, <clears throat> I don't know, whatever. I said this last time too, but whatever, like, you know, several hundred tweaks, several thousands of tweaks they've made to the game in the couple of years since I played have really got it into a state where it is just fun to play pretty much no matter what happens. Um, and the matches can play out so differently. Obviously, the no build mode is a big part of it, but and, and I, I would not be playing it if not for that. Um, but as I have long as you and I both long said, like the core combat in that game uh, without building is still really good and really fun to engage with. And I would also say that the shooting feels way tighter than it used to. Um, so they've clearly. Like, yeah, they made a lot of changes there. And that was kind of the thing for me is like I tried not building in Fortnite, like when yeah. building was the thing, because I wanted to like. I don't know, I guess be elite about it that like I could win without it. And for the most yeah. part, I would. Um, I've definitely got us some wins where maybe I use an existing structure to get a win. Yeah. Or whatever. But like, I never really built myself in order to get a win. Yeah. And I like I tried to get good at building and learn how it worked and I started being OK, but then everyone else got better at the same time. And so and that, that was they made changes in that game that allowed for this to be easier to do. But like the 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 epic build battles started becoming more of a thing in the meta and like literally a game could not finish without massive absurd mega structures towering into the sky as is and so like for people like us it was like well i can try and cat and mouse with them and try and destroy their structure from underneath and just wait for them to come to me which can work um but still like then they would half the time just use building to escape uh a situation where they would otherwise certainly be dead so like it just stopped yeah. being fun because it felt like unless you played against someone else in the very end who also wasn't great with building, like you probably were going to lose. And it's like, well, what's the fucking point of this? So that problem's gone. Yeah, entirely. And I've like I've like you and I won a match that night. Um, yeah. I've won a couple of solos uh, since then. Granted, not on the PC, but uh, still like it's still counts. Wins a win. Wins a win. Winning's winning. Then Diesel said it. Well, then it has to be true. Yeah. Winning is family. I think he said that too, right? Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, or is family winning? I'm not sure. No, they're both no winning is family. Winning is family. Good. Um, 
but yeah, I just, I just, I've been playing more of that on my downtime around other things when I'm not, when I'm not trying to chase times in neon white still, uh, which I've actually kind of had to put down cause I've got other, like I've got things for the site that I need to be doing right now, but sure. um, Fortnite's a good filler when it's like, oh, I want to crank out a match really quick. Um, and boy, if you like seeing numbers go up, their battle pass and experience system is better than it's ever been for that. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so that's that's mostly it. Um, it's like a lot of it's 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 a little bit of several things has been taking up my gaming time recently. Um, there's another thing that I we just got in for review like yesterday. I'm very excited about that. Uh, I'm going to dedicate probably most of my time to over the next few days. But nice. um, we'll we'll talk about that one when we're allowed to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which will probably be in two weeks time just because of availability. Indeed. Uh, you will take the cadence we give you and you will like it. <laughs> but you, you're well, we're be back. You, we are that we are at some point. We probably need to stop referencing that, but I'm not ready to yet. <laughs> referencing the fact that we've returned. I mean, yeah, 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 I'm still I'm still brandishing it like, you know. Like a thing one brandishes. Like like Marlon Brandish. Nice. <laughs> I don't know. It's not even a good pun. It's pretty good. It's all right. Uh, that's it. That's all I got. OK. Um, I let me check something here. Check all you want. I will. I'm skimming something. You know what? I think I think we'll I want to dip into the, the email bag again at some point, but a lot of the emails we still have sitting around require a little more preparation and thought or for okay. thought before we take them on. So. I don't know, I'm going to I need to reread these because I haven't checked them in a while and pick a good one. And the next time we sit down, we'll read one or two of them. That sounds good. In the meantime, uh, we are. Weirdly. It's not getting any new emails since we've been back. So, uh, you know, don't hesitate. I know well, you that's know why we got to keep saying that we're back. You're right. That's the reason why, because if we keep saying we're back, then people will start sending the emails to quicksave at savingcontent.com. I think that's how that works. Yeah, I don't know. Um, OK, well, I think that's going to do it for this week's show. That's a show. That's a show. Um, thanks so much for joining us. Don't forget to visit us at savingcontent.com for news and reviews. I should have done this a second ago, but I wasn't ready. Uh, Scott Scott reviews for <laughs> Cuphead, the delicious last course and Tina 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 fuck <laughs> Tiny Tina's Wonderlands <laughs> on the site for you to go check out. Uh, I am going to have that Exodiac preview going up next week, uh, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, and there's always more great content to check out on the site every week um, <clears throat> clears throat. If you have questions you'd like to have answered on the podcast uh, or if you have feedback about things you'd like to hear more or less of, I'm going to probably start stop prompting for that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, or if there's just anything else you'd like to say, uh, send an email to quicksave at savingcontent.com. Uh, that, that's the email address where the emails for the podcast go. It's quicksave at savingcontent.com. Oh. That's where you should send them. Now I get it. 
Now you get it. Lastly, if you like the show, please tell your friends, help us grow, uh, leave reviews on the iTunes store or whatever platform you're fives. using that supports ratings, all fives, five, 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 uh, or whatever you feel is fair. Five is probably fair. Uh, do that. But truly, we'd really appreciate it. Word of mouth is kind of the only way this sh show's audience gets bigger. Um, and so your help could be essential to that goal of ours. It serves us mostly. It's selfish, but I'm asking anyway. <laughs> All right. I'm getting worse at ending the show every time. <laughs> I've got to tighten the script. It's, it's like a like a teenage couple. No, no you hang up. No, you no, hang no, up. No, you. No, you. Uh, I love you. No, I love you more. No, I love you more. Until next time, you know what they say. Now hang up. I've been, I've been trying a couple of different impressions and the <laughs> <Okay>. one, <laughs> the one that the one that I've been trying doesn't sound right. So I'm trying to do Robert Downey Jr. But it's kind of like a Dr. Evil. Oh, that's interesting. Are, are you going to perform it for me? I mean, I guess I have to at this point, right? I kind of you've teed it up. Sorry, I'm I'm, I'm yeah, getting, getting into into my impression character. <laughs> I was gonna say that exactly. Hey, Evan, this is Robert Downey Jr. here. See, it's don't like, stop. Don't stop. Not quite. No, I can't. <laughs> no, I know what like, you're it's going kinda for. Kind of there, but it's not. It's it's like you got to pull back on it, like thirty to forty percent. Yeah. Like, it's almost like it. I, I totally I get it. Yeah, I totally get it. But you're right. It's it, it is. It is as though Robert Downey Jr. was playing Dr. Evil. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, yeah, it's I don't know. He's a, he's a tough one. He's it's very subtle. His his uh, affectations when he speaks. He's a little on the difficult side. Mm -hmm. uh, the other one that I, I was doing for fun. Uh, let's see if you get it. I won't tell you up front. OK. I'm excited. Ooh, that makes me want a hot dog real bad. <laughs> Do it again. Damn it. <laughs> Please. <laughs> is this going on the soundboard? Is this why? <laughs> oh, I mean, if I wanted it, it's already on there now. I've already got what I need for that. Ooh, this makes me want a hot dog real bad. God, it's like almost there, but I can't quite place it. Jennifer Coolidge. Oh my God, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's solid. <laughs> she's got, yeah, she's also a very unique uh, set, or she has a unique affectation. Yeah. Yep, yep that's totally Totally hurt. <laughs> <laughs> no, I asked you to repeat it because there's a, there's a, a an improv comedy podcast I listen to sometimes where they'll like 
they'll play a game with each other and it's like celebrity impressions, but <laughs> they only get to say one word oh, and someone wow. else picks the word that they do. <laughs> and so <laughs> they have to guess who the, who it's supposed to be. Oh no, actually I think what it is is one person. Yeah. So the person whose turn it is one of them gives that person this, no, I, I think someone just gives them the word. I think they, they get to pick the person doing the impression gets to pick who it is. And the other two have to guess who it's supposed to be. Okay. But it's so they have to keep saying it over and over again <laughs> to try and give them enough data to work with. So. So get, like, give me a word. Derek. Derek. Is that your Jennifer Coolidge? No, but uh, there's th th there's a crossover there. Uh, Derek. 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 <laughs> I can't. It's 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 that hard. It's like, so hard. It's uh it's it's a very crappy Owen Wilson. Oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah. Okay. Like I was I was hoping for a slightly different vowel sounds so it would be more obvious. But but yeah. you, like anyway, it gets yeah, really like if I had given you town, so town. just run with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or even or even town. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's a good game. 